0: Welcome to Pool Party Radio. This is the number one podcast for Cosmopolitan Magazine and all of the magazine aisle. I am your host, Parker, joined as always by co-host Razor Man Cumulus. What's going on, Parker? (laughs) What's going on with you? You enjoying that World Series of baseball?
1: Uh, It's intense. As we're recording this, it is in uh, Game 7 in uh, Extra Innings, and... As I was telling you, like, hey, I think I might watch this. And then as it started to go into a rain delay, I'm like, no, I'm not going to watch this. <laughs> this is <laughs> this is uh, it's too much. It's too much anxiety and worry uh, for the fans. I'm not particularly a fan of either of these teams, so it doesn't affect me any. I just don't like seeing people anxious and they just <laughs> keep doing crowd shots. I've never seen so many adults biting their nails. It's kind of grossing me out.
0: Seems very offensive that you're not a fan of your hometown Ohio team.
1: Yeah, pretty offensive. I'm more of a Reds guy, I have to admit.
0: Yeah, that's understandable. That's understandable.
1: Which is kind of fun cuz they they bring out Pete Rose to do commentary and I don't know. He's like a southwestern Ohio dude at heart it seems. Like, he, he constantly has, like, the mic up to his face, even when he's not talking, and he, like, stares off with a 100-yard stare while everybody else is, like, having a conversation about uh batting order and all this shit. And he's just, like, I don't know. I don't know where his mind is, but it's, it's interesting to watch him.
0: I'm very proud of him. That's all I know about him, really. Uh, another good thing about Pete Rose. Yeah,
1: I, I get a I do get a glow whenever I drive down uh Pete Rose Boulevard. You know?
0: Oh yeah, yeah. I do too, actually. I like that street. It's a cute one. But one good thing about Pete Rose and one reason why he's better than the Indians mascot is that like he's not a horribly racist kind of a guy. <laughs> yeah, I like was
1: that. I was thinking about this, like every time every time the Indians <laughs> come into any sort of uh focal point, or really like every baseball season and they're just like, Yep, here's Chief Wahoo, everybody's like we're still doing this, huh? Like, they're slowly changing. Uh, so they have a, a typeset C on their caps now. The Indians do. Which is kind of confusing if you're new to baseball and you just like see a team with a C on their hat up against another team with a C on their hat. Uh, but yeah, every year it's this, uh, outrageous, very dated Indian caricature.
2: Mm-hmm
0: and it's very offensive it, sorry to interrupt but it's very offensive that they would double down like not only are they getting flagged for this racist caricature but then they're using the c word on their hats
1: i know yeah <laughs> just the c word straight up like they don't give a fuck man people from cleveland they don't give a fuck about anything <laughs> wild um, out there. whereas like the reds what's so funny is that you know in the same state just on the other end it's like the most innocuous name like, they don't even add anything to it. Like, white socks, you can interpret as, like, oh, okay, a, a white garment of clothing. And sure enough, like, the reds used to be, like, red legs, you know. But then that didn't make any sense when people stopped calling socks, like, leggings for guys. So, it's just the reds. It's just a color. Like, it doesn't get less offensive than that. Mm-hmm. Unless you're really, like, red killed somebody, and you're a member of your family or something
0: yeah like if you're like part of like the evil empire like it's very offensive because of like red six you know yeah, like Porkins. And, and
1: amazingly they got overlooked in like uh, you know the red scare like there was the big red machine and everybody knew that was the Cincinnati Reds they were like oh could this be mistaken as like some sort of uh, Soviet reference They're like no it's the big red machine it's the you know one of the strongest teams of baseball in the 70s yeah. So they never got confused for that. And their mascot is just a guy with a baseball for a head. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> I, I think they just nailed it with, like, all right, let's not offend anyone. So what sport is this? Baseball? Can we just put that, like, on a guy's shoulders? Yeah, that works, right? Okay. Run with it. So it's not even like, you know, they're not encroaching on uh any group of people at all like irish uh patriotic people (laughs) like there's a team there's a team in football called the patriots right Mm -hmm. and it doesn't even go that far it's just like no no this is just one gentleman who has a baseball for a head he's
0: that representative of the
1: sport Mm
2: -hmm.
0: uh yeah i'm sure like at some point like people with like uh, like that disease that gives you a large head are probably going to like take offense, but we still got a couple hundred years that we can yeah, enjoy. Baseball head of. disease, <laughs> you That's know, baseball nice. head disease.
1: Yeah, it's so offensive when uh, they have like that mascot race on the field and it's like uh, push all these large headed people who are suffering uh, to run around the bases.
0: Mm. It's very for ableist all amusement. It's it's, yeah. it's ridiculously ableist, it's no good. But uh yeah, so speaking of being ableist. I had a question for you, Mr. Frisbee. Yeah. Uh now we don't have to get like too political. The election is coming up, so these things are on my mind. They weigh heavily on my mind. On your large head. On yes. my <laughs> my large baseball size head. Um uh, but say there was a candidate who was like a horrible monster. Right, just we like a, a horrible, kind of like racist, kind of like orange, creepy man, you know? Yeah. Uh Like, is there anything out there that he could say that he would, could be into to, like, make you be all right with him? Like, if he was like, we're going to pass this law, and uh, that's the first thing I'm going to do, or maybe the third thing after I build the wall and make Mexico pay for it, blah, 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 whatever he talks about. The third thing we're going to do is this thing. Is there a thing that speaks to you so much to your core that you could vote for that man if he promised it, if he said it was going to happen?
1: Um, Probably wheel back or walk back on a CGI effects in movies. Mm-hmm. Like, that's an outrageous promise, but I feel like if he's like... And thirdly, we're going back to practical effects. I feel like movies lost something when we started relying too heavily on these computer graphics then i i might consider it yeah
0: yeah i mean i i feel like that might be like kind of uh kind of intrusive government but i mean i, I that is you know i i would agree with it wholeheartedly. High stakes,
1: man he's really got a <laughs> he's got to swing for the fences you know yeah and that would have me like well yeah possibly like when i was in elementary school i think i mentioned this like there was a uh, student council like a mock student council thing and uh, all these kids went up talking about what they would do if they were student president. And it was all just kind of like, you know, this weird student council BS. It's like, oh, I'll, I'll talk to make sure we get lost homework. Ha, 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 ha. And all that kind of stuff. And then one girl's like, I'm going to make sure that we get Dr. Pepper and all the water fountains. And I'm like, I'm down for this platform. <laughs> like, I knew it wasn't possible, but uh, I voted for it anyway. <laughs> just thinking, like, that's a... That's a really good promise to make because I love Dr. Pepper.
0: Yeah, that's a good promise. That's uh, that's also what uh, Jesse from Awful promised to us when we joined the uh, awful network. That's why I signed. Hey, it this worked. Up. It did work. Yeah, it was a we great joined. deal. Yeah, it was... it was a
1: great year. <laughs> How long was it that we were on there before we were unknowingly, uh, well, not unknowingly dropped, but until like that entire network just dissolved.
0: Oh, well, we were on there for like a long time, but Jesse only sent us that one six pack that we had to share. So didn't work out too well, but, uh, you yeah. know, hey, you know, fair is, you know, I mean, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> you know, three, three Dr. Peppers <laughs> is more Dr. Peppers than I normally get in my life. So I, I accepted the deal. I thought it was fair. Yeah.
1: That's another platform that constantly gets me. The Dr. Pepper everywhere platform. I'm totally, I'm a sucker for it.
0: That would be a good flip, yeah. I would vote for a monster if he offered Dr. Pepper, yeah, or just any soda. I mean, like, yeah, like soda's good. Like, if he was like, "Yo, we're gonna bomb all the people and be subservient to Russia," but like, but like, here's a crisp Sprite. (laughs) Like, all right, cool. Like, that's cool. (laughs) You know,
1: so is that your thing then, or was there another issue that you thought like, yeah, I could, I could probably vote for this person.
0: Well, there's like a kind of a real life thing, but that's probably like way too political to talk about on this goofy show. But, so that's why I was wondering, I was wondering if there's like a real thing. I appreciate your goofy answers, but I was wondering if there's like a like something that's like super real to you. That you, like if this dude was was like, like if this dude was like, we're, we're gonna also abolish the, the estate tax. Like if that's something that's like just like super, super important to you and you'd be like yes i gotta vote for this dude for this one issue or if or if there's not anything like that um because i think a lot of people have like i think a lot of people are like one issue voters so i think that that could happen although like it never like really means anything because like the two parties are like so similar that are like so dissimilar on those things that people are like one issue voters about
1: I I feel like, um, well, now I'm curious what it is because I don't think I'm up to speed on what it is that's, uh, um got your goat. Is it, uh, decriminalizing marijuana on a federal level? Because that's a, I think that would be important.
0: Well, that is very important to me. Sadly, none of these, none of these goofuses out here running for president have said anything about that that I know yeah. of. I don't think either one of them are too prepared, too into that. But that is would, one of the things. But like, well,
1: I would take it off that reg. Like, if somebody promised to take it off that registry, then that would probably interest me. But I mean, like, you have to. There's so many machinations at that where I just be like, "Oh, okay, that's neat that that person said it." He's this person is still a monster. <laughs> like, <laughs> it would never be enough, you know? Because yeah. they still have to they still have to work and navigate all that all that stuff to get it, to get it through.
0: Yeah. yeah. then like, I, I feel like that'll like happen. Like, even if like Donald Trump or somebody was like, yo, we're going to make weed legal. Like, I feel like that wouldn't break the bank too much with him because like weed will probably be legal in like five or ten years anyway. So like, you like you could really mm-hmm. just kind of, you could wait for the next guy to say it. <laughs> you know? Yeah.
1: Depending on how like states weigh in uh, with their ballot elections. Like, I know, I think California is, uh, trying to redo their laws, at least the option to go non-medical is there. Yeah. I think that's the case. Like that's one of the issues being voted on. And in Arkansas, it's just now getting to like medical. Um, and there's some other states that are catching up, but yeah, I think you're right. I think five, five years is a pretty good window for it to be taken off the, uh, uh, the registry that's on right now. But yeah, still, if anybody was like talking about it, I would probably
0: listen. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I like <laughs> this guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, what if like a horrible monster is like, yo, we're going to take all the baby rapers and we're going to kill them on TV. Would that interest you or is that too crazy?
1: Uh, I mean, it doesn't interest me. Like, I'm not going to watch people being executed on TV, especially not when there's so much prestige television to watch.
0: What if they, like, what if it happened, like, sorry, but what if it happened, like, in the corner? Like, what if, like, during Westworld, like, just, like, in a little box in the corner, they were just, like, killing rapist after rapist?
1: Like, a picture in picture? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, that technology seems kind of dated. I probably wouldn't be into it. Yeah. Like. I'm not even sure if I just have it on in the background if I was like working some, uh, mundane stuff. Like if I was folding laundry, I'm like, well, better watch some baby rapists, uh, being murdered. Probably not, um, something I'm into. Do you think a lot of people would be into that?
0: I think a lot of people would be into that. I think, I, like, I mean, I, I kind of brought it up as a joke, but yeah, like I think, I think if like a candidate I like just appeared and he was like, yo, we're, gonna, we're just going to kill all the rapists like that. That dude would win in a landslide, I think. Right.
1: Yeah, I think so. I mean, people are never really clear about uh, how they would be tough on crime, but if they gave like a very focused position. I, I think to be. Uh, it would be unique, you know, we never hear that.
0: I would like somebody to be specific about me being able to kill jaywalkers with my car. I would like that very much. If somebody just came out flat outside, we're going to get tough on crime, specifically the crime of jaywalking, the worst crime of all. And, uh, Parker's allowed to kill these guys with his car for jumping out in front. I'd be into that.
1: Oh man. Uh. I don't know how to break this to you, but I jaywalked when I was in Los Angeles. Man,
0: what? Did you do it in front of a car? No,
1: we made sure that there was no traffic, but we were still oh. jaywalking. Well, that's
0: fine. I'm okay. talking, I'm talking about the people who jump right out and think that they're so cool, so protected that you're not going to hit them because they know they can jump out. And if they get hit, it's whoever's driving's fault. Nothing bad's yeah. going to happen to them. Yeah, that's,
1: that's lame. These laws protect Um, these evildoers. (laughs) These goofballs. The scum of the Uh, earth. (laughs) Is that the policy that was being announced? Like, (laughs) Trump said that he would uh, make sure that anybody who's a jaywalker isn't held responsible?
0: No, that would be awesome, though. He would automatically get my vote. He would get a million of my votes. Yeah, but that's, I mean,
1: let's be real. Like, that's too focused of a platform, even for him. Yeah. He would never... There's, there's never like that logistic building. It's just like, oh, we're going to make a wall. You're not even going to believe it. And that's it. It's like, okay,
0: <laughs> that's, that's, uh, yeah. hmm. It's nothing. Yeah. If we could build a wall around all the jaywalkers, that would be sweet.
1: Yeah. Oh man. That'd be so frustrating for them. Yeah. Cause they wouldn't be able to like jaywalk anywhere. Or we could build it around like a fake street that has like no corners so they can just pretend that they're jaywalking.
0: Yeah, like, I guess, like, we could just build more parks for them to yeah. walk around in. I guess that's yeah. all it would take. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, I thought you were talking about, like, we could do it, like, in The Sims. If you, you ever played The Sims? And
2: mm-hmm.
1: when you get quickly bored with that game, like, after two minutes of gameplay, you're like, I'm just going to build a wall around one of these people and see what happens. I thought that's what you are talking about.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, that, yeah, like, that would
1: be good. And just, like, give them a wall. Like, a little bit of street to pretend that they can still jaywalk.
0: Yeah. Yeah, when I'm president, all the jaywalkers, we're going to put them in a pool, and then we're going to remove the ladder to get out of the pool. <laughs> that way they just swim around for, like, hours and hours until they just die.
1: Yeah, and then all baby rapists will be put in a uh, a basement without a door, mm-hmm. and uh, we'll take away the toilet. But we'll give them uh, fireworks to set off. Yeah. This is all Sims-based
0: punishment. We'll give them that crappy uh, wallpaper that nobody liked that looked like a clown house. Made their it, happiness go way down.
1: Yeah, yeah. And then all of them, they'll just be making puddles underneath themselves. Is it urine? Is it sweat? Is it tears? Who knows?
0: <laughs> that was a fun game. I used to like to murder a lot of people.
1: Yeah, I, I don't think that's what... uh Well, right intended, but you know, (laughs) that's that's what everybody did. I I mean, I took out so many ladders from pools. Uh, I don't know what that says about me. Um, but yeah.
0: Well, it was just a game. Yeah, it was just for fun.
1: It was really just for fun,
0: I think. Uh, speaking of things that are just for fun, we got, uh, we got the podcast town news. Have you heard of this? Have I seen this? Yes. (laughs) Have you seen this? Have you heard about this in the news?
1: (laughs) Yeah, but, uh, uh, it's, uh, from our good buddy, Wayne. Yeah, Wayne. Trusted colleague, I guess you could say.
0: Yeah. Colleague, employee, peer, best friend, you know, (laughs) it shakes out a lot of different ways.
1: Yeah. Uh, Um, so we have a news, uh, bit of information from him. I guess we should probably say that this is, uh. This was submitted, I think, last week, right?
0: Submitted for the approval of the Midnight Society. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. This
2: is the um, tale
0: of the chili dog thread.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Of the hacking lung. Um, (laughs) But yeah, uh, this is news uh, that has been on our desk. Or let me just pass the buck here. On our producer's desk. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, uh, For about a week So we'll get to some other news later Some more pressing news uh, But this is still very important
2: news I'm sick That's why I wasn't on the last show Well I did kind of threaten that I wasn't going to be doing this anymore But I'm still here Um, I don't know I'm, I'm very happy that Podcast Down is the one place where I do not see a lot of political bullshit it really kinda of makes my day when I can go in the town and and read everything and even though a lot of it kind of annoys the hell out of me, especially the random fucking podcasters who don't read the fucking memo and they fucking walk in going, This isn't for you, asshole. Goodbye. But no. Or even take my my, my kind hit to, to kill yourself. But no, they continue to post their one post, and then they leave. Like, is it that's going to change the well, world? Oh, well, if we post once here, we're going to get, like, a thousand fucking listeners. They're going to come, and they're going to like our shit, and they're going to listen, and they're going to donate to our Patreon, and they're going to, like, you know, just fucking love us. No. 90% of the shows they post that aren't related to the podcast town, you know, like Kissing Contest, and Pool Party Radio, and JFD, and even Ilcon. uh... You know, what else is there? Oh, After Dark, right? Is that it? After Nights, Nights After Dark, whatever the fuck the, uh, the sister show of uh El Con is, which is actually better, or um, what's that other show? Uh, there's a couple of other shows. Like There's some hardcore shows where they talk to hardcore people and they live their lives and do walks around New York. I don't know. I'm, I'm so kind of like fever-dreamed insanity that I'm going to have this sent and I'm not going to even remember I did this. And it's going to be playing And I'm like What the fuck is this <laughs> This is shit uh, I'm not kidding I'm sweating like a pig <coughs> <coughs> and Bert, The Border Boss Talking about Good sub-podcast Put something up here It's probably the biggest thing They've put is You've got 200 comments And it's still going strong About um, Songs that make you Physically shake with anger uh, A bunch of really guys Good guys put in some stuff Al from Ilkhan One of the two people Worth the shit on that show him and uh, Sarah Murphy put up some really nice, funny shit. Uh, I don't really want to talk about it. You know, you go in, you you know, add yourself to you know this this whole bit is just a reason to get people to fucking add themselves to, fa- to this fucking Facebook group. It's the only reason Parker fucking continues to do it. You know, he doesn't like me. Well, he probably does. He actually kind of he weirdly, I think he just does it ironically and kind of pats me on the back and says, "You know, you're doing a good job. These are funny." You know, I don't believe him. I think they're just total fucking garbage. <laughs> <coughs> That's fucking changing Ugh. Ugh. That was a pretty good one um, The guy, what, what's his name? I want to put his name straight out AJ Straits. You gotta stop posting about your fucking weird sexual fantasies, dude No one really wants to hear about it, man I don't even It's up there because I think two people liked it You know, I don't know It's fucking garbage I mean, seriously, stop posting stuff about your, 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 your weird sexual fetishes I don't really know, man Putting you out, I'm blowing you out, man, right there. Putting you on blast, bitch. Uh, the midmost past this guy, Alan Henderson Don't don't post your podcast, dude. Come on, your shit sucks. I listened to a bit of it; it was boring. And then another podcaster came on, Hey, man, I do a great podcast too. Here's the you're Just fucking sucking dick. Uh. <laughs> I said, I'm tired, tired and exhausted. Sweating like a pig up here. And I have the AC on. And it's fucking cold as hell. The one thing I liked, though, the one post I liked, and I think it was because it, my name was in it, was Corey of Ilkhan, you know, a man who is obsessed with power and is tr- slowly trying to take over this goddamn town and ruin it for all of us. He posted a nice little thing about assign costumes to your favorite podcast town celebs, which I don't think I'm... I'd be, like, a Q-list celeb. I'd be, like, below Tara Reed, I guess you could say, in the whole, like, podcast town thing. Um, and mine was Rawhead Rex, you know? Yeah, fine. You know, Mike Dick is Barb from Stranger Things. I, I can kind of see him in that kind of getup. You know, Border bosses, the Border bosses on there. Don's in there, you know? Shelby's always in there, because he's as Brer Rabbit, which I guess makes sense. And Parkier is Wolf. Um, and then everybody kind of put their own shit in there. You know? What the hell... You know, some people, well, uh, Shelby wanted to, was trying to reference me to the shit, a steamy shit, a steaming pile of human shit, uh, AKA like the character in, uh, chat and weird science, which I nicely, you know, I, I, I could, I can, I could rock both those fucking characters to be honest, but I really have to think about it. I can probably rock both those characters. I have the girth to be a human pile of shit. And I have the uh, the attitude to be Rawhead Rex, I guess you could say. I have the fucking looks to be Rawhead Rex. You ever see that movie? Yeah. yeah. Book, great. Movie, not so great. It's fun. I don't know. Mm, Let us see what else. It's, it's an interesting thing. It's a funny fucking piece. If you haven't seen it, you should fucking check it out. Especially they somebody... Uh, Dave put up Patrick's one, and it's just a picture of Hitler, which totally fucking works, because it's fucking Hitler. He's a goddamn Nazi youth anime nerd, and uh, he should be stopped at all costs. He hasn't been been on here for a while. Maybe he's on vacation or something. The guy seems to go on a lot of vacations. He's retired or something, but he's, like, my age, right, or younger, and he's, like, he always goes on vacation. I guess he's very good with his money. I'm not. I'm just sitting in a dump in Jersey, rotting away. Uh, I don't know. For some odd reason Sean keeps posting stuff He posted a great picture of him With Jason Frisbee Next to Schlitzie Which I mean everybody should Post a picture of Next to Jason Frisbee Especially if they're with Schlitzie Make uh, Schlitzie great again You know um, Sorry Jason You had to hang out With that fuck it Must have been A really boring time he must have talked about His nose ring About at least Six or seven times It's boring Ugh I know he's probably Going to be on the podcast again Your podcast And it's just like uh, you know the last one that got fucked up, I think, was because of his fault, wasn't it? Wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Anyway, I think I'm gonna wrap this shit up. I don't really have much to talk about on this fucking thing because it does suck. Uh, well, I don't know what else. Like I said, fever dream. Kill yourselves. Kill yourselves. Kill yourself.
1: he got one last one in there
0: yeah he had to get all the kill yourselves i like wayne i don't want him to think i don't like him i like him he's a great employee he's uh gonna get a raise pretty soon i think his six month uh evaluation is coming up right i think he's wonderful although he does spend a lot of time insulting all my dearest friends
1: <laughs> yeah yeah i did not i mean i had the opposite of a bad time hanging out with sean byron uh, in that picture. <laughs> like, I know he's just giving shit, but that was a good time. um, Making Schlitzie great again and whatnot. That was part of the uh, Guillermo del Toro exhibit out at the LACMA in Los Angeles. this uh, museum of contemporary art. They, they just brought a bunch of Guillermo del Toro shit and a couple of wax figurines. I meant to send you some photos of that because there's like, there's a wax figure of H.P. Lovecraft and uh, Edgar Allan Poe and like Ray Harryhausen. Oh, nice. Uh, but no, it was a cool exhibit, and they had um, Schlitzy from
0: uh movie Freaks, yeah. Todd Barani's Freaks. Schlitzie, the official mascot of Junk Food Dinner. Possibly, Schlitzie. maybe. Uh, Yeah, but yeah, I like that podcast, Town News. I think Wayne's bringing us all the hardest-hitting uh, information up to the minute. Yeah,
1: and it was great. Um, She talked about the uh, costuming thread. I like how he preempted it by saying, like, Corey is a— uh, <laughs> megalomaniac, and they don't get along. He's said This really nice thing, <laughs> and I'm in the post.
0: But yeah, Wayne, uh, didn't get to the big news. I mean, well, he would have, but it happened since he recorded, in between him recording and we recording, uh, that the kissing contest saw an indefinite hiatus, Mr. Frisbee. Can you believe yeah,
1: it? Yeah, I, I, I don't know what to believe anymore. Uh, I feel like this is going to disrupt all the power plays that Wayne reports on in Podcast Town. <laughs> I feel like Corey's going to try to capitalize on this. Um,
0: yeah. Did you know
1: anything about this uh, ahead of time?
0: Oh, no, no. Yeah. But yeah, it's sad news. I like the kissing contest. They're one of my favorite episodes. My favorite yeah. podcasts, rather. Um, I like all their episodes. Shameful
1: for me to admit. Uh, I don't listen very often. I was on a spat of listening, like, religiously. For a few months, but like with most podcasts, I don't keep up very well. It is. To keep uh, up I the like thing. the content, but it just became a matter of like, I didn't have enough time to listen to all the content. Yeah. It's a lot of content, man. Like between a uh, uh, movie hostage and talking about snacks. And then like at the time they were talking about Guy Fieri. I'm going to make sure I pronounce yeah. that right. Yeah.
0: TV ho- now they got they got the movie hostage and the snacks chat two things they stole from us by the way I
1: know yeah very TV disrespectful disrespect. so so I guess like if if they do go on permanent hiatus then at least we'll have you know an understanding there that we that we definitely came up with those things before mm-hmm. they did
0: yeah and that we'll be taking them back we'll be taking back all our uh, all the music we let them borrow by the psyops just things like that
1: yeah yeah we're taking it all back
0: taking Sawyer back. So, Mm-hmm. We're drafting Sawyer officially. He's our number one draft pick this year. Sawyer's on our show now.
1: A classy Ohioan.
0: I mean, who could ask for more, right? Well, I don't think he's from Ohio. Well, he's like, I don't know. He's like an adopted Ohioan. I think he spends a lot of time in Cleveland. He's one of us. Good enough.
1: Yeah, exactly. Cleveland can pretty much take whatever it can get. I just found out that uh, Cleveland lost, by the way.
0: Ah, oh, so, well, what you? Cubs won. Cubs well, win. Well, those, those Cubs fans aren't gonna be like, uh, horrible assholes about it, I bet. Horrible, arrogant pieces <laughs> of dog shit. It's not gonna go to their head. Those pieces of fucking shit fans that they oh, all man. need to die and they all suck. If you like the Cubs, <laughs> fuck you. You're a piece of shit. You motherfuckers. You made it, it wasn't so that I
1: to be referenced in movies every so often. This is back to the future too coming to life. Yeah. But that's the only good thing, isn't it? Your team won. We don't have flying cars. And we got like Biff vying for the White House. This is ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Your field is weird. Doesn't look like other fields. Mm-mm. And it's like a time warp. And yeah. not a good one. It's like what is this? Some industrial district? No, it's a baseball field.
0: What? Oh, the Cubs. Man, I hate the Cubs so much uh, because one time I went to go visit my friend John Holmes. You know about him? I've heard of him. He's a nice man who like really big times us now, now that he's like uh, really into like the comedy scene in Cincinnati. He doesn't want to come on our fucking podcast, but that's fine. Big time Cincinnati comedy scene. Yeah, big time in us. We gotta every time I'm like, "Hey, John Holmes, come on the show." He's like, "Oh, I gotta, you gotta call my agent. You gotta go through my management. All this." Anyway, so I went to go visit him, and he lived in Wrigleyville at the time, and there was a stupid fucking Cubs game going on, so I I couldn't park for like four hours. I had to just drive around and around, waiting for this stupid fucking Cubs game to end, so that people would file out of his neighborhood, so I could visit him. Yeah, so So I could
1: say hello, get a cup of coffee.
0: Yeah. So fuck the cups. Just
1: catch up. But no, you had to wait on
0: Wrigleyville. The worst place on earth.
1: Yeah. Larry and Balky were excitedly watching a game Uh, in there. Like, oh, isn't this great? Good thing no other uh, perfect strangers have to visit each other today. We're the only ones.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm glad you made that reference since it is pinched over. Is that what Corey's doing? Bronson pinched over at
1: least it's no longer pinched over timber.
0: uh, I think it's pinch timber now. (laughs) Whatever it is.
1: (laughs) Pinochet timber. Yeah. I'm not sure how he pronounces it.
0: Who, who knows? Uh, but yeah, kissing contest. Very sad. Love those guys. I wish them all the best. I hope none of them die.
1: Yeah. you were just wearing, you were repping kissing contest over the weekend in Los Angeles. Oh yeah. Uh, Pods and no a masters.
0: I was I was wearing their shirt. Maybe I jinxed them. I, I don't it. think so. Well, you never yeah. know.
1: I I was wearing that uh Alan Jackson um conspiracy theorist shirt and let's be let's be real. That's never gonna get old.
0: Never It'll always be guess. fresh. Yeah. It's great. Uh speaking of other things that are great, I think that we have an email. Yeah, we do. Will you read it to uh, me?
1: <laughs> sure. <laughs> This one uh, received October 19th. Um, it's from Allie. It is titled, All Caps, You Remembered. And looks like a doozy. So here we go.
2: <clears throat>
1: <clears throat> oh, my dear Razor Babes. That's me, I'm guessing. I'm filled with joy hearing you on last week's episode, Remember Me. I have been listening for quite some time now, hoping with earnest that you would recall our wondrous time spent together. I wept a bit, to be honest, when I heard you mention my screen name, Gold underscore Smoochums. (laughs) Uh, Although it seemed you were attempting to make up a phony name, I know the truth. You went to the only screen name that has ever truly meant anything to you. And that was my screen name from all those years ago. Do you remember that magical summer we spent together? I do, and I relive it as often as possible. Okay, that's the first paragraph. I don't remember this too well. Uh, Mm -hmm. Sorry, Allie. This is a... a, Did I say gold smoochums?
0: Gold smoochums, yes. Okay.
1: All right, I'll have to re-listen to that, because I forget the context I use it. Again, apologies Allie, but she goes on. I remember you being that nerdy little boy from down the way. Oh, this is taking a dark turn. <laughs> and we would and we would spend all day together under the watchful eye of my funeral director father, of course. He wasn't always so stern. At one point he was a paranormal investigator and knew how to have fun. He liked you though and thought you were a true gentleman. Especially when I lost my mood ring that time and you went to find only to disturb a bee nest. You poor thing. I'm so sorry you died under the tree that day. Is that from my girl? That's how Macaulay
0: Colkin died? Yeah, I believe so. I
1: died like that?
0: Yeah. I remember that. I remember when you died that way. Okay.
1: Alright. Um I just forgotten apparently. That's what's like being a ghost. <laughs> um, I regret not being there for you my poetry class was consuming me and I forgot what I truly cared about and that was you Razor Babes but I digress I am sli- elated to hear that you recovered from being dead and I hope you can reignite the fire we once had please respond if you would like to exchange aim names once again I await hearing from you with Great anticipation. Your girl, gold underscore smoochums.
0: All right. This is highly erotic.
1: Yeah, isn't it though? There's nothing more erotic than, uh, America instant messenger, America online instant messenger, uh, love. That was the way to flirt for a while, believe it or not.
0: That was like the best way to flirt. And, uh, that's why I had to get married because AOL Instant Messenger was no longer popular. I said I got no I got no game anymore. I just got to lock some lady down real quick yeah. because I, there's no fucking way for me to how else am I going to do this? So I just had to lock some lady down real quick cuz I knew my I knew my shit was over. I would never yeah, be able to score again without aim. <clears throat> and
1: I remember like when people were starting to come out with uh tips for texting um when cell phones were like uh pushing that as a form of communication there's all these things like, oh, well, especially when iOS programs were using it, uh, these smartphones and whatnot, they were saying like, oh, you can turn off this so it doesn't look like they won't see that you're working on a message. Uh, and you can save that. And here's the amount of time it takes to reply to something. It's like, man, I write that stuff down. Mm-hmm. During AIM days, like all this shit was taken care of. We know how all this stuff works. So AIM was like this primordial texting tool.
0: You know? Yeah, that it was. It had like cooler emojis than we have now. It had like that little dude who surfed. And maybe we still got that guy actually. Maybe he's still in there.
1: He's come back. Even Scott Jump guy was there back in the day.
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: But I yeah, I used Aim a lot. Um I'll have to see what
0: Gold Smoochim is up to. And what was your instant messenger name?
1: Uh, there's that. There's <laughs> all those sounds. Um I
0: think it was uh Jeezy Crazy. Oh yeah. Yeah. That, that was makes the sense. internet handle for a long time. Um Still is. I've seen your Tumblr. Hell yeah. Unless I shouldn't yep. have mentioned that. Sometimes Tumblr's a secret.
1: That's nah, fine. There's all this is reposting shit posts. It's garbage. <laughs> um, I don't think there was ever anything like illicit with that. It was just a internet handle. It was something that wasn't taken. I didn't want to use my name at the time. Um, but it's so rare that like I sign up for anything where I need a username like that anymore. Where I don't know, it just never gets used. So, yeah, it was from an Eddie Izzard bit, just to kill.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, that's funny stuff. Yeah. My AOL Instant Messenger name was The Ninth Laguna.
1: Yeah, I remember. I remember chatting with you on AIM quite a bit. Hell yeah, we would chat. We would flirt a little bit. We would flirt. We would flirt. Yeah. It was funny that, like, trying to organize plans or something with you and other friends and then, like, trying to, you know, flirt with a girl or whatever to see if there was uh, any potential there on like a completely different thread. Like you just have these things running while, uh, Oh, I don't know. Let's say, uh, keeping up a window for a Kazaa or something like that. Mm -hmm. And, and yeah, that was just, that was just a, it was just all in one. Like you'd have this entire setup for all this weird shit, socializing and, uh, downloads I guess yeah did yeah, you ever not too different from today but back then it was cooler like everything else
0: I agree <laughs> uh because you could like make uh you can like set up your own colors and stuff I always liked that you can set up your own fonts man if I could have comic sans text messaging man I text message everybody every day it'd be great
1: yeah I would probably text more um yeah on that same note, I don't want to get like on a wistful nostalgia bit, but like when MySpace was a thing, mm-hmm. um, I think we were talking about uh, that Japanese comedian Hard Gay over the weekend, right? Mm-hmm. In what regard were we talking about him? I can't recall. Like, I feel like you or Sean, I feel like you brought him up, right?
0: Yeah, I showed Hard Gay to the wife. Over the weekend, which was the first time she ever saw him and she found him very funny. Oh,
1: did you want to like do some kind of project involving that dude?
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna make Hard Gay in the new wrestling game, the new WWE game. Because a lot of people used to make him in like all the old games and you could like download him, you know, because like people can upload the things they've made and then you can find them and download them. But he's not that popular anymore, so I don't trust that anybody's gonna make him. So it's up to me.
1: It is up to you. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, but it reminded me that like I had rage quit on MySpace for some reason. I was just done with it, and you know, like you do with mm-hmm. social networking platforms, like oh, this is played out. I'm done with this. But then I decided to get back on, and I made a hard gay MySpace page,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and you could like set any music you wanted to upon like entering the site, and I had it set up for a. Uh, uh, Livin' La Vida Loca which was nice. his theme song mm-hmm. it was pretty well put together I thought um, a lot of a lot of Foo references a lot of Razor Ramon references a lot of deep cuts it was a it was a pretty great web
0: page <laughs> I remember <laughs> I think I'm still friends I think that hard game might be in my top 8
1: nice it's the only place he deserves to be
0: mm-hmm it's in... The top eight in my heart, hard gay. Mm hmm. Uh, but yeah. Yeah. It's a wild week. A lot of stuff happened this week. Vacations, podcast bros are dead, hard gay, reminiscing. Mm hmm. Wild yeah. week. I lived my dream of seeing Freddy Krueger.
1: Yeah, you saw it a couple times, oh. which I'm so happy that you milked that opportunity for all it was worth. Like and you got different experiences too. We were talking about this Universal uh, Hollywood Horror Nights, and those dudes go all out, wouldn't you say? Like, yeah. it's not just visuals; like a lot of details, deep, deep references from these movies. You pointed out in the Halloween Two one that there was just like a kind of a toss away Halloween Three reference. Like, there's a TV in the first room. Playing, it usually plays a broadcast of um, Michael Myers um, terrorizing a hospital. Something from the movie. But the time that you went through it, it was playing the uh, Silver Shamrock commercial. Yeah. With the Flashing Pumpkin. And you're like, oh, whoa, that's cool. <laughs> um, but yeah, there was a Freddy, Freddy versus Jason maze, mm-hmm. which after some uh, exhaustion and... Uh, trying to remember the name of it somebody in our group uh accidentally referred to it as the jason versus frisbee maze
0: <laughs> oh yeah yeah sean's wife. Like yeah it.
1: yeah yeah it was great and <laughs> it never occurred to me to, to phrase the movie movie title that way but that was excellent uh so yeah the first time we went through it was probably the most popular attraction took us about an hour to get through a line
0: yeah that made me so happy by the way like there's we went like at Universal Horror Nights, there's, like, what, like, eight or nine of these haunted houses that are, like, crazy attractions that you have to wait in line for for a long time? And the entire night, Freddy vs. Jason was the most popular one. And I figured it would be Walking Dead, American Horror Story, Halloween, I figured, would probably be more popular. Because um, there hasn't been really much in the way of Freddy vs. – or Freddy or Jason movies, and especially mm-hmm. Freddy versus Jason specifically. I mean, it was, like, 15 years ago or something. Like – but it was the most popular one. It made me so happy. They still got it. Put out a movie for fuck's sake. Give them a goddamn movie. They, they love f-
1: it. Yeah. I feel like that's a marketing tool. Like they'll, um, have, uh, some of these throwback properties. Like they did alien versus predator, um, last year. And they're probably just seeing like, is this something people are still interested in? And by the way, that Freddy vs Jason Mays was excellent. Um. Mm. Uh, really good stuff. Like we walked it through it. Um, I walked through it twice. You and Sean walked through it probably a total of four or five times between the two of you. Um, and we're still picking up new little details. Uh, just really cool shit. Like it's not, I, I, if I remember the structure of the, the ride, like it's Freddy Krueger trying to, um, terrorize Jason Voorhees and Jason Voorhees's dreams. Mm -hmm. And then the two of them start duking it out, uh, either in reality or within the dreamscape itself. So you see like the two of them side by side. Um, yeah, I think Voorhees gets Freddy Krueger to come to Crystal Lake, which is somewhat related to the movie. Like they end up going to Crystal Lake to fight Mm
2: -hmm.
1: in reality or in that movie's reality rather. And, um, yeah, it was just rad as hell. Uh, yeah, it really, you know, so you had enjoyed it a great deal, I feel.
0: I loved it. Like it's, uh, I love Freddy versus Jason's like my favorite movie. Um, and yeah, it like, it really felt like you were inside a movie. Like I, I'd never been to Hollywood Horror Night, so I kind of expected these to just be like, you know, dopey little haunted houses, like better than average haunted houses because it's right. universal, but like I, I mean, it feels like you're inside a movie. Like, every room you go into is like, looks like a set from a movie. Either something like mm-hmm. completely new that they've made up or a scene from one of the movies. Like, there's a yeah. room you walk into where it's a, a cabin from uh Camp Crystal Lake that, you know, Jason jumps out of a hallway door to, to scare the shit out of you. But then there's windows, and rather than the windows peering out into you know, a lake, they're appearing like right like there's like these huge fifty foot Freddy eyes in the windows, and it's like the greatest thing on earth.
1: Yeah, it was amazing. Like the way that just it it captures the tone of the movies. And that's something that I mean, <laughs> our experiences growing up with cornfield mazes and whatnot, or just like the concept of a maze where it's like, oh, it's in a abandoned church or something. They're not going for any particular Goal, except to scare the shit out of you. Um, but these mazes have like tones and uh, trying to recreate create the uh, feeling of films. And I yeah, I thought the Freddy vs Jason one did it awesomely. It was uh, it's really something else, and it is hard to explain for people who haven't been to this stuff. Uh, because it is, like you say, it's like it does put you. Like, you're walking through a movie in a lot of ways. Yeah. Um, like all the, that was really cool.
0: Like, all the Freddies and Jasons look like actual Freddies and Jasons. Like, it's not like a dude in a – in, like, a, just a flannel shirt with, like, a dollar store hockey mask. Like, it looks like Jason.
1: Like, yeah. And these guys, like, pop out with strobe lights behind them sometimes. Or you just see him like for a quick second before you're encouraged to move on to the next room because there's a they're filing people through the stuff like cattle. They need to get as many people to actually experience it as they can. Uh, but, yeah, to take one of these walkthroughs slowly, you can really appreciate that these are like full body costumes. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's the Freddy mask, but it's like all around the person's head. It's hard to find a seam or a crease in some cases, like where hair would be sticking out, I know I saw like one or two because let's face it, like they're changing actors every um, so often. So you're going to have a few mix ups.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: However, yeah, the Freddy versus Jason one was excellent. It was really good.
0: Yeah. And they even had Jason uh, from part seven pop up at one point, which scared me super bad.
1: Yeah. I noticed the Texas Chainsaw one, they had different versions of Leatherface. Um mostly it seemed like it was from uh Texas Chainsaw Two or even like the the remake perhaps, but they had the first one at the end, which I think is one of the more terrifying ones with like the rouge on the face and
0: Yeah, yeah. And all that. Yeah, yeah. The uh, Leatherface costumes were cool because yeah, they kinda run the gamut. Like, yeah, there was remake Leatherface running around, part one, Leatherface, Leatherface in a suit, Leatherface in a dress. Mm-hmm. That was fun.
1: Um the more I think about the Exorcist one, the more I like it. That walkthrough was pretty rad because a lot of that movie takes place in in one room. So you the the first thing you see is like Regan going down the uh a staircase the the spider walk. Yeah, it like when it works, it works. I think the, our walkthrough, like, the mechanics were so good that it was hard to tell that it was not like a mechanical thing.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: When we went through with you guys, it was uh stalled or something. And you know, it's been running all night, so I kinda figured that might happen. But then when you go through it, there's like all these dark hallways and uh Pazuzu will jump out at you. So it's like this mm-hmm. creepy white face in the darkness that like reaches out with claws. And then like between those would be scenes of the bedroom. And those were all like rad cause they were all different. Like one, the furniture moves around another one. It's super cold. Mm-hmm. Another one, like she's levitating another one. She's spitting green mist. Like there's so much shit, so much shit going on in this stuff. And it it's exciting to like see how much detail and thought went into it. I'm I was very pleased. I'm glad it worked out that we got to like experience all of them. Although I know you like forewent um, American Horror Story so you could walk through Freddy versus Jason a couple more times, mm-hmm. which I thought was cool.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know much about American Horror Story, so I wasn't into it, but did you see any, like, I hear that there was a Lady Gaga in there. Did, did she have a nice butt? Was it true to life?
1: I couldn't tell. I was so spooked.
0: Ah, well, then who needs yeah. it? Who needs yeah, it? Yeah,
1: I know, right? Who needs that butt when there's like walls... With uh, hands and faces extending out and trying to touch you.
0: Oh, that sounds spoofy.
1: It was really spooky. It was just like these plain-ass walls, and then, like, hands would come stretching out. That's probably, like, my number one fear, by the way. Yeah, uh, like the beginning of Day of the Dead. Thank you! That's the movie I was thinking of. I was trying to relate to Sean what it was. I was like, there was one of the Romero films that had come out in the 80s. I, I have a distinct memory of watching, like, a behind-the-scenes for Mm -hmm. like when during one of those free HBO weekends and they were showing like how they did that. And it had traumatized me as a kid because I didn't (laughs) had no context with it. And I would have nightmares about it. Um, Now it's not like a huge deal, but it was neat to see that effect in this room because she'll like chase you around the room. And then like these hands will try to come out and grab you.
0: Yeah. Did they have, did they reenact the scene where, Emma Roberts says, surprise, bitch. I bet you thought you'd seen the last of me.
1: Uh, it's the very last thing that you see. Oh, yeah.
0: yeah that makes sense.
1: No, it's uh, I, I, have, I have no idea what is in Scream Queens. She was in like one of a couple or a couple of the uh, American horror stories. Yeah, I remember seeing her get sawed in half in the circus one.
0: Well, that's what that meme is from. It's from American Horror Story. That meme that's like the best meme of all time.
1: Oh, I thought it was Scream Queens. Is it really American Horror Story? Yeah. No, that should have been the last thing that I saw. Then I'm I'm kind of disappointed now.
0: Yeah. I like yeah that'd be great. Like they should have had like Reagan from Exorcist in there. Like <laughs> for people who did Exorcist first.
1: Oh man, yeah. Have her be like surprise,
0: bitch. I,
1: so the last to be. <laughs> yeah. Um, speaking of, uh, when we walk through with you guys. I, um, they were playing that line, that famous line from Exorcist, where Regan reenacts that British dude's voice and he drops the c word. Yeah, they they played that a lot, and I was like, oh, they're playing the line, and I think they heard that, and we're starting to play it again a couple times.
0: Yeah, that's a good line. It's spooky.
1: Yeah, it's spooky.
0: You say yeah. you say the c word though, priest is spooky. Means you're possessed. Yeah, he makes
1: it a. He makes it a gerund into an adjectival uh, gerund. Yeah. Like, that's even spookier. He's really playing around with the, the language there.
0: Mm-hmm. I like that scene. I like that scene where uh, where Reagan goes, hey, priest, I'm a little hungry. Do you have any cunty nuts for me? <laughs> <laughs> they make a real deep cut pool party reference. For some yeah, reason, you can that find radio. that in
1: the archives on PoolPartyRadio.com. dot com
0: yeah, or in the deleted scenes on Exorcist, where they originally said it, it's where, I,
1: yeah, yeah, it's where we, we can not still... take full credit for that,
0: yeah, well, I guess that's about it. It's getting late, we gotta go to bed, yeah, but yeah, yeah, I agree, <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> but if you're still awake and you're like, "Hey, I want to listen to more pool party since uh podcasts are apparently dropping like flies, uh." You can do so at PoolPartyRadio.com. That's, as I mentioned, all our archived episodes. Um, don't forget to rate and review on your podcast app of choice, be it Stitcher, be it iTunes. Uh, if you want to write in, if I know you from a past flirtation or something, uh, feel free to do that. That's uh, PoolPartyRadio at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter. That's uh, at FinalParker at Cumulus Frisbee and check out podcast town, especially if you're a fan case contest, uh, let them know what you like about the show and, uh, join some threads there. Don't let Vaughn intimidate you or Wayne rather. Um,
0: <laughs> he will, he will try.
1: He will. Yeah. But it's all, it's all just to be a EA public forum for people to listen to this stuff. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, just don't do anything to piss him off. I guess that's the, that's all the advice I can give.
0: Yeah. And what pisses them off most is just like posting or commenting. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, so, yeah, just, you know, maybe just lurk. I don't know.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, that's about everything. So, we'll be back next time. I don't, know. our schedule's all messed up, so I don't know if we'll have an episode. We might have one in three days from now. We might have one two weeks from now. I don't know what's going on. We'll talk about it. Um, in the meantime, you can listen to the Zatoichi, the Blind Podsman podcast, or Junk Food Dinner, if we don't have an episode. Uh, yes. In a timely fashion. Listen to those two things. Uh, so yeah, so this is Parker for Cumulus and for Kissing Contest, saying moi.